Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. Today is Everyday Podcast Nun. Today, we have a very special visitor, one of our sisters, Sister Pat Walsh. Hi, Pat. How are you? Hello, Ave. Good to hear from you. And I am talking to Sister Pat from Bayside to Amityville, but I feel we're heart to heart. How do you feel, Pat? Heart to heart. (laughs) There you got it. Well, I lived with Sister Pat Walsh many, many years ago, and I have happy memories of that, Pat. Oh, thank you, Abe. Me too. Now, we're going to begin today because Sister has a very special musical instrument. Pat, how old were you when you first started to play the violin? Well, I was about eight or nine years old when I was handed a violin and a bow and encouraged to play. I just plucked the strings and only uh, a long while later did I put the bow to the strings and it sounded awful. So between nine years old and high school, I did some piano and voice. And when I was in high school at Dominican Commercial, I really studied the violin with Sister Jean Margaret Watson. Um, Up to that time, I had gone through only one violin teacher who helped me read the music for uh, some Irish songs, and the rest is history. Oh, there's a lot of history there. Well, can I ask you, why would you choose to learn the violin? Did you know other instruments, too? Well, no, it was handed to me. It was put into my hands. There it was. So there was there was no yeah, choice. You just I, accepted it, right? <laughs> but I, I did play um, uh, by ear. I didn't play by note. So uh, I used to play songs uh, when I turned the radio on, and I uh, played the music that Mario Lanza sang in those days. And uh, that's how I got the uh, orchestra in back of me. I had the music in back in my background, so I was playing along with Mario Lanza's voice. Whoa, wow. Sister Pat and Mary Alonzo, we have a good team here. Now, would you, if somebody were to learn um, the violin, would they have to take a lot of lessons? Oh, yes. Lessons demand focus and determination in order to develop, to develop the gift. Mm-hmm. And it was at Manhattanville College when I met up with uh, Rockfield Weinstock from the Manhattan School whom I studied with for a few years. And um, yes, I had learned the notes by then. I had entered the convent by then. And I had some uh, practicing done by then. And uh, I, I learned a lot from Dr. Weinstock. And, uh, and that's how I really went forward with the violin uh, at that time. And I've been playing ever since. But uh, I studied the uh, clarinet and, and trumpet and piano uh, while at Manhattanville. But the violin was my major instrument. Well, to me, it sounds like the violin's become part of your heart, too. Now, Pat, what kind of violin do you have? Is there a name to it? Uh, Not really. It's about an inch thick, and it's an Italian violin. And it was given to me by a friend who uh, outgrew it. In other words, was too old to play it. I guess the fingers were stiff and so on. And I had it appraised because I had no idea of the value. And the Colstein and Sons music store in Baldwin, uh, Long Island, uh, was the place I took it. 
and they they said to me that it was uh, in the four digits it was worthy of, of attention. So I've kept it and I've played it ever since. Now, is there some upkeep that you have to keep to a violin pet? I'm sorry, I didn't get what you is, meant. Is there some upkeep that you have to keep to a violin, like cleaning oh, yes. it? Oh, yes. You have, to, you have to clean it every time you play it. Uh, in other words, the strings are steel-bound gut, and they're called Pirastro. That's the company that makes them. And they're very, each string um, is very, very expensive. So every time I play it, I wipe the strings clean of the rosin, and the violin wood itself, I clean off because that gets tied into the into the uh, fabric of the violin itself. So you have to keep that clean. I have polish, which I polish occasionally, not every month, but occasionally. And well, the bow as well, the wood on the bow, I, I polish as well. Well, you play the violin at many community gatherings. How do you feel doing that, Pat? Uh, it is my honor to play for masses and funerals at the Mother House here in Amityville. I also enjoy playing at parties and gatherings when the sisters gather and we sing. Well, I know they get a lot of joy out of it. I know during this pandemic that we were able to watch live stream some of the funeral masses and I would see you playing, Pat, and I would notice that you would do it with such devotion. So your violin and you are prayed together too. Now, Pat, is there some... Typical, yes. Would you be willing to play a song for us now? I would love to play When Irish Eyes Are Smiling, but oh. before I do that, I want to thank you, Sister Ave, for the opportunity of playing for this podcast, through which I have shared my love and gift of music with all who have tuned in. All right, and now I will play When Irish Eyes Are Smiling. Oh, everybody, everybody listen with your okay, heart now. Whoa, I'm going to clap for everybody, Pat. That was really great. You know, as you were playing, Pat, just the beautiful tune. And I would just like to ask you, Pat, if you don't mind sharing with people, about how many years have you been playing the violin? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't have a pencil. But anyhow, I started when I was about eight or nine. <gasps> and I am, today, I am 86. This lady, I want to tell you folks, she is a young voice, a wonderful spirit, and a caring heart. But what we also heard, Pat, you have a violin that prays with you. I want to thank you so much, and I'm going to clap once more. <laughs> thank you, Wanda.